I'm Aaron Barnard. And I'm Matt Edwards. What's, What's happening, happening North, North Idaho? Idaho? have a fantastic show on tap today but first as always is our small business shout out uh this episode we're shouting out grt crane services Aaron. yes they're actually a local family who yeah. owns a heavy equipment business out of spirit lake and they can like bring cranes to your job site yes. and move large things help build houses yes farms yes they also have heavy equipment to uh, make uh, post holes i mean they do everything if you have heavy equipment needed <laughs> that's the company to go to and you know what they love their customers yes they like their do. website is all about we love our customers they're so yeah. excited i've never seen i've never seen a company be so excited about bringing a crane yeah. to your job site and it's a it's a family man it's a family like i said um and actually what's really funny is i happened to meet this guy totally separate side story um i met this guy at a rally Patriot ah, rally. so he's a patriot. Yes, he of is. Of course he is. That's why we're giving him a shout out. That's why. All right, good. Well, GRT Services was established in 2020. It provides excavation, grading, and drilling services. They have this giant, big, beautiful crane. It could probably hold a big, beautiful American flag over your event. If oh, you my need, Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. Now yes. I need to use that myself. So if you need crane services or any heavy equipment services, see, uh, GRT Crane Service 208-610-8776. Or you can find them online at GRTServicesLLC.com. Right. GRTServicesLLC.com. And uh, that's our small business shout out. Aaron, what is on the docket? Well, we are post 2022 general election, Oof, finally. Finally. <laughs> and we haven't seen each other in forever. Yes. So we have a lot to talk about. We've got to talk about highlights, lowlights, everything in between. Mostly on a North Idaho and Idaho scale, but we need to talk a little bit about some some national politics because there's some there's some questions. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of questions. Um, I'm excited to do this. The episode's probably going to run a little longer than normal. That's okay. It's been a long time since we've actually sat in a room together and talked. All right, let's do it. Aaron, it's so good to see you. It is so good to see you too. It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't had a, uh, a an actual recording in a few weeks. Yeah. We recorded the Joe Alfieri interview that that dropped last week. We recorded like a week prior or two weeks prior or something. I think it's been two or three weeks since we recorded that episode because yeah. then we had the NIC trustees. That's right. And that was a two week process. Right. And then you were gone, and then the election happened. Yeah. And so and much. So has here happened. we are. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. And and you've debuted. Um, uh, <laughs> Idaho, Idaho Common Ground. Common Ground with Lucky, <laughs> yeah. which is so great. I was in Nashville and I was driving, where was I? I was driving somewhere. I was going to meet some, meet a friend when I was in Nashville and uh, I had like a, 
a half hour drive or something. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, perfect. I'm just going to listen to uh, Aaron and Lucky. And I feel like I was right back home in North Idaho. It was cool. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, congrats on that. That's really cool. And they're really building out the channel, the What's Happening channel. Man, they've got so much. So it started with What's Happening Idaho. Yep. Then What's Happening North Idaho. And then Josh and Lauren Walker debuted What's Happening America. Yes. And then... Lucky and I have Idaho Common Ground. Yes. And then what's the newest one? Um, what's happened in Gem State. That's right. With uh, Brian... Uh, Allman. Allman, yeah. 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 Holy cow. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. And what? there's merchandise now on the website. Oh, yeah. We got to uh, talk about this merchandise. Yeah. Who's behind this stuff? I have I've got, no I've idea. got a bone to pick. I don't know. I'm, not, you... I'm sorry. I'm not... Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm not I'm not wearing I'm not the type to wear Joe Biden on my chest. Joe Biden sniffing Idaho. Yeah. I mean it's a funny thing. Like I get it. But I'm not gonna wear that. <laughs> I haven't decided if I'm gonna wear it or not yet. Yeah. I mean, seriously, for the past month and a half I've been wearing Idaho votes in person That's shirts right. every single day. Yes. So yes. I don't know how to choose my wardrobe anymore. We need to talk we should probably talk about that too, right? Yeah, definitely. Someone like someone out there, somebody out there was like I don't know if that was such a smart idea. I'm like, uh-huh. I'll bring it on, buddy. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe we won't have time. Maybe I don't, we, we won't have time. We have a lot to talk about today. Have, you're right. We do have a lot to talk about. So why don't we why don't we go through some highlights? Like yes. election day was a couple of days ago. We're recording this on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we have the latest information as of right now. This will drop in the morning. So what do we know now? What did you do on election day? How did you feel? What was the vibe like? I was doing life on election day. That's my daughter's homeschool community day. So I was with her most of the day. And then I just actually, I was so exhausted after just the buildup to all this stuff that I just went home and kind of zoned out for a long time. Watched it. I was still glued to the live stream for the elections office. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I wasn't there in person or anything like that. You were telegramming. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I was. (laughs) I finally went to sleep about 2 in the morning and then woke up at 6. I was having severe FOMO. Actually, so and they were still <laughs> plugging away. They're so good down there. I just love them. Yeah, what a tr- what a team. I mean, look, there was a lot of gripes. Oh, how come they can't get it counted done? Mm-hmm. How come they can't do this? And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know what? They 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 don't count at the precincts. All the ballots go to the home office, correct? And they count them there. And we can talk about machines and all that garbage later. But the fact is, this is a large county, mm-hmm. and I think it's the only county of this size where they do one they do it they count everything at one place yes which means it's going to take such a long time it is going to take a long time and then we had such a high voter turnout that um it was definitely going to take a long time i mean in the primary we uh they counted votes until like 5 5 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. this time the voter turnout was even greater it was almost double Yeah. yeah And the mail-in ballots alone were over 15,000. Right. I don't know what the exact amount was, but it was over 15. Um, early voting was 50 or, yeah, 5,100. And then day of was astronomical. So I don't know. It just took a long time. They yeah. were done about 930 in the morning. Wow. But Incredible. It was so 24, oh, over 24 hours since the polls opened. Yes. It took them to, to count everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I heard that there was a ton of mistakes. Like people are marking X when they should be filling in the bubble. 
Yeah, so sometimes, well, it's a couple of different things. When you're there at the polls and you make a mistake, the judges and the workers tell you to bring your ballot back, we'll spoil the ballot, we'll basically destroy it, and then we'll give you a new ballot to fill out. And then, to be fair, the destroyed ballot um, is logged, it's tracked so that they know which ballot was destroyed. With the mail-ins and stuff like that, it's kind of different from what I gather. Um, they tell you to just, or someone could have not gone up to a poll worker and just X'd out their mistake and then <laughs> filled in a new bubble. Right. So all of those ballots basically is what I'm trying to say. All of them have to be manually entered at the elections office when they're tabulating. Right. It takes three people to manually enter one ballot. Mm-hmm. Someone's working the machine to create the new ballot. Someone is audibly telling them what the person voted for. And then one other person is tracking everything on both sides to make sure everything is aligned properly and nothing is missed. Incredible. So there were a ton of ballots, hundreds and hundreds of ballots to do that. Yeah. On. And this this goes to what does our government... I'll just start from there and then you can whittle it down. But when we're educating voters, mm-hmm. right, we send them sample ballots. And I know in the sample or we send they send out the sample like here's the yeah, the sample ballot, right? They send out not not the county sample ballot, but like or the the political sample ballots from the parties. But like, here's your polling place. Here's where you vote. Right. right? The little booklet. And all On that the stuff. website, like the voter guide. Yeah. Voter the guides. They tell you and they show you how to fill in yeah. the bubble and stuff. No, no, no. We need more than that. You need mm-hmm. to have giant signs in the precincts with a giant ballot. You know, that says Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck on it. And the big giant oval put in. And and every poll worker should be there going, this is how you fill out your ballot. This is how you fill out. You know, like, this voter education is 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 crucial. You Not know, just on, because there were so many sh- new people that yeah. showed up to oh, vote. Yeah. There were a lot of first-time voters, I guarantee it. Uh, absolutely. And I don't know. Okay, so to be honest, it's been a couple years since I actually voted at my polling location because I always voted early to go watch the ballots be counted. So I don't know if they have it in there. I know at the elections office, when you go vote early, it'll tell you, it'll give you sample ballots like on the wall. Maybe yeah, it just yeah. needs no, I'm it sure bigger. It, that, that's what I'm saying. They need yeah. it bigger and they need somebody that, look, when you're going to the TSA and you're mm-hmm. flying and they're like, every you, know, you hear it five times while you're waiting in line, take your shoes off take your belts off do this do that don't put this here and every airport's different take your shoes off and put them in in the bucket take your shoes off and put them outside the bucket and you're and they get mad at you you're like i'm traveling anyway that's a whole (laughs) other discussion but you know what i'm saying like like you can have a friendly person there or you can have a little tiny sprite there whatever you want somebody in a costume with a big bubble around their head like you know like i don't care what it is have some i'll do it i'll stay at my precinct look here's another thing I, i got a lot of gripe about I sent my name in to apply to be a poll worker, and I never heard anything. How long ago did you do that? Weeks ago. Weeks ago when it was still open. They said, still applies. They would say, we need workers. So I put my name in. So, you know, I, I'm there. I'm trying to volunteer. Yeah. That's why on that day, on that morning, I woke up. I said, like, well, what am I going to do today? <laughs> and so I, I texted somebody because they were like, you know, we need somebody. So I said, oh, I'm available. What do you need? And they're like, let me put you in touch with so-and-so. Let me yeah. put you in touch with so-and-so. And then I got a call. And they're like, okay, you can, and I was basically like a ringer, like go to this precinct because someone's going to be there at noon and then you can leave there and go somewhere else. So I was just like, sure, I'll go to that. So I went to, <laughs> I went to uh, heart of the city. 
Oh uh, man, precinct. that's our polling location. Did you see Lucky there when he I voted? I didn't. I didn't see Lucky when he voted. He voted early afternoon, so maybe you were. Yeah, I was gone. done. I was. I was left by noon. Oh yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have seen him then. No, I was gone. Uh, but while I was there, oh, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, this woman, like all bundled up in her like big North Face jacket or whatever it was. She runs out. She has her Friends of NIC sign. She has oh her she has her big vote for these three people sign. And she like, boom, 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 boom. She like plugs them into the ground. And then she starts just holding up her sign that says vote for, for her NIC candidates, you know. And the sign said, get your conservative voter guide here. What? Conservative voter guide. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I didn't engage with her. You know, I just stood on my side. That's and probably I had, smart. They're kind of crazy. Yeah, and I just had big smiles on my face and had people coming up to me, so I was handing them the, the, the sample ballot. You mm-hmm. know, and um, and so uh, so I just had I just had uh, had that for a little while, and then some people came to relieve me and they and they moved on. But it was it was fun. It was fun to be out there. You know, it was freezing, but it yeah. was fun to be out there doing that and to see the you know your opposition. You know, on the <laughs> other side, it's completely lying. That's yeah. the thing. Completely lying. Some guy pulls up. He goes. He says to me, "He's like, who are you? Are you who are you with? Because we, I, we, I was holding a sign that just said Republican sample ballot here, right? And he goes, you're a Republican. I was like, I'm a registered Republican, you know. And he goes, who are you with? I said, I'm just a registered Republican because I didn't know he was so hostile. I didn't know where he was coming from. He's like, yeah, oh, you're a Republican, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm with the Kootenai County Republican. Like that's what it said on the sign. Oh yeah. You know? And he's like, oh, okay, great. Thanks for being out here, buddy. Oh my <laughs> and he gosh. Took off. <laughs> but that's the thing. Our our community is so divided. Yeah. Because of the lies. What kind of lies? Tell us about the lies, Aaron. Democrats lie. <laughs> they lie about everything. Let's be real. So I've been hearing so much stuff about. Um, the Democrats lying because it's the NIC board, the North Idaho College Board of Trustees mm-hmm. stuff. That's what's getting crazy. Oh, man. So there's been this uh, political action committee that has kind of been spearheading all of these liberal, moderate candidates, whatever you want to call them. But then lying to people and saying these are the true conservative candidates. And then they had the sample, their own sample ballot that looked exactly like the Kootenai County Republican Central mm-hmm. Committee sample ballot. The only thing that was really different was no logo on it. Right. And trying to pass off their establishment candidates as conservative. And it was fascinating. I think they thought that I ran the NIC True Facebook page for a while. Like, they're wacko. They're whack jobs. Well, they... My personal opinion. Yeah. Well, they... I, I... Look, we shared a lot of information. I was, I was, I was out there trying to share as much information as I can find. But when, when you're running candidates and you're saying these are the cons- vote for the conservative, and then you look up one of the candidates who's now going to be a board member, mm-hmm. Zimmerman, right? Terry Zimmerman is that her name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you see that Terry Zimmerman just a month or two ago donated money to the Kootenai County Democrat Committee in September. I, in September, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I don't know too many conservatives that are donating to the central committee of the party. I mean, are you conservative Democrat? You know, like, and then I'll, I'll have that discussion. Yeah. Like, what is it about the Democrat party as a conservative yeah. that appeals to you? What is it? You know, like the lies, the Democrats absolute lies. Democrats don't um, support conservative candidates. No, they don't. They that don't. goes against their morals. Yeah. Why would 100%. this? And so why are they backing those three people? Yeah, right. Right. Go- 
valid question. Yeah. Unbelievable. Know. I'm telling you that, that, you know, thank Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for giving Mike Wagner the oh. boots necessary to win his his particular race. We need to talk about that. Okay, so we let's take a step back. So the liberal Democrat-supported candidates were Terry Zimmerman, Brad Corkle, and Pete Brochet. Right. So those were the Democrat supported candidates, the true conservative candidates that were vetted and supported by the KCRCC and who we interviewed on this program. That's right. That's right. So much has happened since then that Mike Wagner, Ron Hartman and Diana Sheridan. Okay, so out of all the candidates that um, were in the race, the winners were Democrat supported Terry Zimmerman. Democrat supported Brad Corkle and Republican conservative supported Mike Wagner. Looking at that selection, how the heck did that happen? Right. I mean, I, I, I see I see the question because you're wondering if how does that happen? Because do people walk in and say, I'm going to vote for these two and then that that yes. person and it, you know, do they do you split your vote across that those lines? Well, and the reason I ask that is because all of those candidates um, campaigned with their other two counterparts. So it wasn't like each candidate was campaigning individually. They were may have been campaigning on their own, but they said, it's me and then these other two people. Right. They went right. as a slate. Right. So how does that happen? Well, I have, I have what I think is a valid theory. Okay, go. Which is, um, uh, if you look at the numbers, Mike Wagner pulled in the most votes out of all three. Out of all six? I mean, I'm sorry, all six. Yes. Exactly. He had the most votes, which means he had more people voting for him that didn't that decided not to vote for other people. So he was running directly against Pete Brochet. Right. Who was, okay, all right. Yeah, and he was the incumbent. He was the one incumbent that was running. He was one of the appointed members of the NIC board that was appointed by the government, by the state of Idaho. Right. Okay, so he was already there. So that's again. I'm questioning how does that happen. Well, and, and well, I'm trying to. So, I, so I think I'm trying to tell you this. Is, okay. Is that Mike? Because Mike Wagner pulled in the most out of all of them, he was able to identify more voters than those people reached, right? And and he did that through canvassing, through door knocking. He's been door knocking for months. He's been attending. He's he's the one that's been attending the meetings this entire year. Right. He's been on top of it. He has he was the first one to declare, I believe. He was the first mm-hmm. one to start running, to start having signs. He he's just been out there. And you see him in a crowd and he's not the most um, when someone's in a crowd and they're outgoing. There's, he's not he's not like this extrovert. Right. right? And he doesn't stick out. In and he a crowd do, yeah, either. he doesn't stick out in a crowd. Yeah. But a one on one. He's very engaging. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had him in here and we had a great conversation, yep. right? One-on-one, he has great conversations. So if you have a guy like that who's knocking on doors, every door around, I think he had a list and he only missed a few people on that list. Wow. But if he was able to canvas and he was able to, to convince people, hey, when, when you step in up, at least vote for me, whatever you do. I don't know what his script was, but he was obviously, he was successful in capturing at least a thousand more people to vote for him than to vote for anybody else. Because you ha- you were able to th- vote for three people. Yes. You were able to said check three boxes. 
And so he had enough name recognition and enough support with at least a thousand more people that he got a thousand more votes than any of the other candidates. And so, and I think that, and, and when you look about what did, what did he do? Well, he was the only one that door knocked that successfully. Okay. So and I, I know door knocking is what saved Dan Foreman down in six. He only won by four. We haven't got there yet, but Dan Foreman running for Senate in six only won by 400 or so votes. Hmm. And uh, there was a lot of door knocking out there. My organization we did a lot of we did a lot of door knocking down hmm. there. Interesting. And door knocking is look, people want to you know, this is Idaho. People say hi to each other. That's <laughs> you know? true. Oh. People love we we love talking to people. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm in, introverted. Can you believe well, that? I, I it, mean, it scares me to walk up to someone's. But door. like, but you'll but if you're oh, at yeah. the supermarket and the checker says, hey, "How are you doing today? Yeah. What's going on?" I mean, honestly, like this is. Those conversations still happen here, and people yeah. really, whoops, people really appreciate the one-on-one contact. You know, yeah. there's so much, there's so much apathy when it comes to, um, I'm sorry, there's so much anger when it comes to like, oh, why am I? I hate getting texts on my phone. Just mm-hmm. call me. You know, people are just call me, just call me. I mean, there's it's a generational thing, and this is still an, an older generation state. The new people are, you know, yeah. the new the the new life, the the young life is is starting <laughs> to take hold. But there's still a lot of. Life expectancy here is a long time in this day and age, that's what I'm going to say. All right, that's fair. Okay, I'll give them that. Congratulations to all three. They might not have been my personal candidates, or two of them might not have been. Yeah. But you know what? It's politics, and it's a roller coaster, and we'll just, you know, take our losses and take our wins and Well, and that that was a win. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have three conservative... The, the, it's going to be a 3-2 conservative board at the NIC College, and it's going to be a lot of fireworks. Yeah. Who do you think they they make chairman? Man, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> okay, so let's be real. You'd have to give it to somebody who's experienced on the board. I Exactly. That's what the CDA school board did. So I would say Greg McKenzie. I don't think Todd Banducci, given his previous experience as the chair, probably – wants to create any more division so he's going to step aside and let greg mckenzie who's the only other person that has experience has, on the board yeah, and hasn't been a chairman yet yeah right? yeah yeah or so the i think the chair the chairperson the chairman i don't know it's everything's a King chairman i don't yeah <laughs> i don't do the the gender yeah divide yeah. there but it i think it's going to be that way i have man if i was on the board i have my list of immediate to do's <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? I posted it earlier. Of your immediate to do. Yeah, if I was elected NIC board. Oh no, I've been in meetings all morning. Oh. I have not. I've not checked Telegram or anything. Did you want to hear it? I mean, yeah. Okay. What, what's, okay. Yeah. What's your rundown? So if I was elected, this would be board, great to end this segment on. Yes. If if Aaron was elected to the board, <laughs> it's probably a good thing I'm not. But I would immediately fire Mark Lyons, who is supposed to be the board attorney. Oh, yeah, the lawyer. Because, yeah, he's the lawyer, and he has severely misrepresented the board as a whole this whole time. All right, so that would be number one, first thing first. Second, I would um, bolster the dual credit program between the high schools and NIC. Um, That is such an invaluable program for the high schoolers. Each credit will only cost $75 per credit. So it's more um, productive for the high school kids to have it go through dual credit while they're still in high school instead of graduating and then go to NIC. I mean, they'll save so much money. And in today's economy, that's what they need to do. Third, I would 
really look at the um, workforce training programs and do whatever I can to help um, amplify those because they're not being totally utilized right now. Parker Tech is only 70% full and they can't fill the rest of the space. Why is that? We're not giving enough support to Parker Tech and the work and all of the workforce training programs. But um, if we took some of that million dollar inflated property fund that was used for Fort Ground Grill, if we had that much money for that, we have money to make dorms. Up on the prairie in the Parker Tech, we have 40 acres. 30 of them are not being used. Let's put some dorms up there so people can actually survive while going to school at the same time. So those would be my top three first priorities. Wow. That's great. So. Yeah. You know, what's funny is uh, um, the only seats up in their next election would be. The three conservative candidates. The three conservative like candidates. Like actual conservative candidates, yeah. not yeah, yeah. fake Democrat-supported conservative right. candidates. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting couple of years. I think all sides have a lot to um, to do to bring unity, and I kind of hate that word, bring unity to the college. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it's possible, but we're going to see. But the next yeah. fight for NIC trustee board in two years is going to be vicious. Yeah, they're even just going to keep. Than it was. They're just going to keep going at it. I mean, folks, I know you know if you haven't been paying attention to this, the they, the money behind trying to get those three people elected. Holy cow! Was astronomical. There was more money spent on that than on some of the races across the state. Man, so someone pointed me to the latest article. Like bigger or, races. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of the latest articles on the NICtruth.com website, which kind of connects it all with the Friends of NIC pack and then the candidates themselves. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love the Secretary of State Sunshine Report website, but that connection <laughs> with all that NIC stuff is yeah. bananas. Yeah, it was incredible the yeah. amount of money and it was and it, it, it seemed to be like so like like you said the co- the connections between so many different you know developers and bankers and all this like elite sort of like you know long standing folks who've just been able to just like control the city and the county it's for like so the Kootenai long. County cabal yeah it's it really crazy. is man and yeah. like and like you're opening up and you're just like oh whoa God. what's going on it's like infested yeah it's infested and they knew that the NIC was like their hub and they, that's why they they I mean did they hit over 200,000 in that one pack they mm. must have. They were close. You know what? They were. You don't have to look it up. We, well, we, we, now we, I have to. Okay, now but you, have you to. don't. But, we don't have to wait for me to do that. Yeah, but it feels as though they were close to two hundred grand to try and get. Last time I saw three they people were elected to the eighty-five to the college board. I know. You know, that's when you know. That's when you know. Look where they spend the money. Yeah. And where they spend the money is what and what they're t- truly focused on. It's like really you're. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Everybody head down. Pick yourself a pronoun. Join the resistance on government assistance. Stop all the hate as you advocate violence. Block and suppress anyone you want. Silence. Take what you want, because what you want is what you own. Call everyone a fascist to the raw control. Let's uh, wrap up the rest of the North, Aaron. 
you know, there weren't too many surprises. I'm still super bummed that Scott Cleveland didn't win for against Mike Crapo oh, in the yeah. U.S. Senate. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also kind of well, actually really upset that Ammon Bundy didn't win against Brad Little. Yeah, which yeah. The numbers for I don't know. The numbers seem weird, but that's okay. That's all right. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, just the, pick up the my the numbers notes. are what they are for right now. Exactly. I guess. We're yeah. not let's not get but into Eamon, that. But Eamon pulled at least in Kootenai County, I don't know about the rest I didn't look at the rest of the counties, he pulled over twenty percent. Yeah. In uh in Kootenai County. But even that I'm surprised. Like I feel like it yeah. would have been more. Yeah. Well I, I think the biggest I think the biggest problem was that people felt that they were gonna split the vote and the Democrat would have won. And uh, I just, you know, I I initially would have thought that, mm-hmm. you know, but after looking at the numbers and looking at the influx of people yeah. and the temperature and everything, you kind of had to go with like, you know what, I, I don't think it's a, you're, I think you're going to get what they were, what they were saying was like, you're going to get a lot of first time voters coming out. You're going to yeah. get a lot of independents. You're going to get a lot of Democrats even who are sick of, uh, sick of it all. So you, you could pull from everywhere yeah. and all you needed was X amount of, of votes. But I think it's still, I think there was still was, um. I think there still was that. Sorry, I think there still was that problem of yeah. people just thinking they were going to split the vote. So, oh well, it is oh, what it is. It is it what is, it is. It is what it is. The only other surprising race actually was um, District One Senate race, which was um, Republican Scott Herndon. He right. was the only one on the ballot. He was the only one on the ballot. Yep. He had a uh, he had a big primary victory against an incumbent. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, huge victory there. But he was the only one on the ballot, and then all of a sudden a write-in candidate came up. Right. Right. So the write-in candidate um, was Steve Johnson. He originally ran for Bonner County Commissioner, if I'm not mistaken, in the primary, as Democrat, and he lost. Okay. Okay. So ran as Democrat, he lost. He then flipped and went to unaffiliated and became a write-in candidate for the Senate spot to run against Herndon. Right, right. And the whole point was to say, like, oh, we got, we can't have Herndon go to the Senate. We right. can't have Herndon go to the Senate. Because he has very strong opinions about abortion um, and about very conservative topics. Right. And, you know, Democrats aren't, they don't support conservative candidates. <laughs> right. I think we already <laughs> talked about this. So he stepped up. He went unaffiliated. He stepped up and did a write-in campaign. And so he got the support of all the Democrats and basically everyone else who hated Scott Herndon Mm -hmm. to create this write-in campaign. And he only came up a few thousand short of beating Scott Herndon, who was actually on the ballot. Right, yeah. So they had to write they had to write his name they in. They had to write they his had to name write in his name and in. fill yeah. in the little bubble. Right. You have to do both. <laughs> <laughs> fill in the bubble and write the name. Yeah. And uh yeah, so he was able to he was able to collect probably all the Democrats mm-hmm. and then all the other Democrats that uh register as Republicans. Right. Blue blue Republicans. <laughs> yeah, the blue Republicans. Yep. yep. And uh and get and garner those votes. I'm 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 interested to see It'd be interesting to see. We don't have to do it right now, but uh, to like really dive into those numbers and see if if those numbers translate to the folks that voted for the Democrat governor Ooh. spot, you know, and just kind of I don't know. It's just like I love numbers. I love data. Yeah. I'm not the one to crunch them. So if someone wants to go out there and present <laughs> present me with some charts, I love charts. I love data and love flow charts. There was a great Reddit subgroup called like Data is Beautiful or really? something. I think yeah, and I would just look at them. <gasps> Didn't matter what the data was. It was just like, oh, that was a really cool way you laid it out. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if someone wants to do that for for all this, I'd love to look at it. And, and I'll have you on, we'll have you on the show. And we'll talk about Let's it. Let's do it. We'd have to be a visual show by that point, I think. 
Oh, Josh would love that. He would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're the only uh, we're the only audio only podcast on What's Happening Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the North we, Idaho stuff. That's right. How long do we keep keep our faces from from the, the people? All right. Well, my face is splattered all over everything. That's right. People so. spend money plastering your face Holy around. Holy! <laughs> I almost cussed right there. But yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, you, anyway. They, they spin a narrative, not the story. That's so. right. That's right. You, that is your thing. They yeah. spin a story, not the story. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be on your grave. It really will. Um, Thanks, Dan Bongino. Yeah. That's his, oh, that's right. That's, that's his yeah, line. You told me that before. That's Bongino's <laughs> line. Yeah. But it's true. It is true. And uh, But the story here, the story here, though, is that Scott pulled it out. He won. And he's going. Yeah. And uh, that is a huge win. And the North... Like you said, there weren't too many surprises. The only other big race in the North that um, I know I was focused mm-hmm. on and looking on was Dan Foreman down in District 6, who was running for Senate. What's District 6? So District 6 is, uh, well, they redrew the line. Mm-hmm. So it's like Latah County. Okay. Um, ne- some of Nez Perce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. he had, like Lewiston area. Yeah. Although, yeah, we, he, he didn't quite have actual Lewiston. He had kind of the area out it, but he had Moscow. 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 Moscow's in Russia. Moscow. Well, people have said, Mo, you don't say Moscow is in Russia and Moscow is in Idaho. Oh my gosh, don't ever say that again. People, people have said. Moscow is Russia, Moscow is Idaho. No, the cow, I thought someone told me the cow, the cow, Moscow, 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 Moscow. Moscow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll edit that out. (laughs) Uh, But they had, um, so yeah, so he had that. He had, he had Moscow. Yeah, Moscow. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, now that I said it in the flow again, I was just like, yeah, it's Moscow. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, he had um, – he had. Who was his opponent? Uh, David Nelson, who was the sitting Democrat senator. Oh. So they, they've gone back Holy and forth. Cow. Yeah, so it's a flip. It's oh a flip gosh. from Democrat to Republican. And uh, Foreman had the spot. Mm-hmm. He lost it in 2018 and 2020. Okay. He ran, or he he was in, yeah, he, he was there. He lost in 2018. Uh, he ran again in 2020 and lost. Okay. Um, and then he ran again this time and wow. won. And uh, by a very slim margin because of that that college community there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's very blue. So, um, but he picked up a lot of those, those rural voters and we got him in and he's another firebrand. I mean, this guy is going to be, it's wow. going to be incredible, I think. Um, again, you know, very, very staunch conservative and, and we'll really fight for conservative values. Hmm. All right. That'll be interesting. See, that was before my time. I only started paying attention in 2020. So yeah. I didn't know his name. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to watch He got him. in some trouble because he, 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 while he was a sitting legislator, he, he yelled at some students, I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Like some college students. You guys are being dumb. Yeah, he he said something like they were there trying to talk about abortion, and he he called them a name or said something <laughs> really? about like you know he he just wasn't having it. He yeah. just wasn't having it. You know, I mean that's his one of the, one of his big issues is abortion and just yeah. you know he's an abolitionist, and so he just uh, he he got into some and of course you know with the with the with the press the way it is they run with everything. Mm-hmm. I mean you trip over a a, a, a leaf. And fall on your face, and they'll run. They'll run that forever. Oh yeah! Some of my favorite things to do is to um, think up trash headlines that the press is going to use. <laughs> right, it's great. <laughs> yeah, well, there's going to be a lot. There's, they're 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 gearing up. Yeah, they're gearing up. Their their subscription levels from leftists are going to improve because they they're going to have so much 
so much uh, uh, activity to comment on from from a lot of these legislators. Up and down. I mean, I, I guess it kind of felt like by the time you woke up Wednesday morning, there was this feeling of like, oh, the big, you know, we had the big race, the governor's race. Yeah. We had um, uh, the Senate races and, and the big statewide races uh, that you kind of knew how they were going to go, but maybe there's something was going but there were races across the state uh, individually, this, you know, either whether they were in, the, in their own county or whether they were legislative districts that kind of felt like, well, we know who's going to win because they won their primary. Right. You know, so many candidates, especially up in the north, didn't have an opponent. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a coronation, you know, that this was. And so you really had you really got to give them the the their due. But um, but you found a story um, that broke. When did this break today down in Jerome? So I saw it today. It might have broken earlier. I have no idea. Well, but you found it. Just <laughs> well, recently, I saw right? it in you a telegram. It. Yeah. So yeah, it was today. Okay. All right. Good. All right. That is hilarious. So the headline is great. Reporting error reverses one Idaho Democrat's apparent legislative win. County office says. So what happened is, according to the Secretary of State website. Um, a Democrat down in Jerome County won her seat. And then the next day, Secretary of State site went, oh, wait, no, just joking. We calculated it wrong. The Republican wins instead. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, did she already claim victory and was like... Oh, my gosh. Not only did she claim victory, she had already requested keys to the Idaho Capitol. She had already requested <laughs> a parking permit. She had already requested... Um, committee assignments it's not even thanksgiving yeah they don't they don't do anything i know in fact yeah well that's hilarious she she apparently was gung-ho ready yeah she was ready to go yeah but what happened is um so they they tabulate the votes in the county and then it updates to the secretary of state website and that's where you see the the results right Mm mm-hmm what I guess happened is the tabulation from the county to the Secretary of State, there was an algorithm or something that didn't capture an entire column of votes. How, how is that even possible? I don't know. They said it's like an Excel spreadsheet, right? Like the numbers in the in the cells are right, but the um, the formula at the top didn't capture the numbers in the cells. If you're a spreadsheet dork like I am. Yeah, but but how does that... But I okay. see so many issues with just this whole process in general. It didn't change any other um, races. So uh, Lori Lickley still lost her race. But the numbers changed though, right? The numbers changed. She only lost by 512 votes okay instead of over a thousand like there were originally like there were originally okay mm-hmm. so she gained so this was a yeah. this was a but, but she's the republican also so this only happened yeah. in the republican column where the republican gained more votes i am than not they, sure than they thought yeah i don't know um and then ned burns beat out um or ran or won his race by only 38 votes and did he win it by more earlier we don't know. We'd have to look. Well, the, See, the, the kind of, article that, itself said it tightened the margin of victory right, for it, Democrat Ned it, Burns by th- uh, two thirty-eight. Okay, votes. so that implies that he had a wider margin before. So yeah. once again, the Demo- the Republican gained votes. Yeah. So the numbers were transferred to the Secretary of State's office, and the Democrat all the Democrats were winning mm-hmm. by large margins, and then they went, "Oops, there was a mistake." 
and all the Republicans gained votes. One gained enough to actually win the race, and the other two gained just enough to make it tighter. Yeah. The, there, okay, I, so then, yeah. So why aren't we looking? Are we looking at every state then? Was this a Secretary of State website issue, or was this a Jerome County website issue? Like, I don't expect you to have those 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 answers right now. But those are the questions yeah. we need to be asking. And it shouldn't be crazy. You shouldn't be called a denier to oh, ask those conspiracy questions. Conspiracy theorists. Exactly. You should, you're asking, okay, did this happen anywhere else? Because this matters. This is why we vote. Yeah. This matters. And it obviously can happen. And I mean, can we just ha- watched it happen. Right. Bannock County. Yeah. Pocatello. What happened there? I don't even know what happened. District 29. You've got David Worley, mm-hmm. uh, the Republican. You've got Jake Stevens, the Republican. And you've got... Um, uh, Manwaring, Dustin Manwaring, the Republican. Okay. Right? David Worley and Jake Stevens lose their race to the Democrat. Dustin Manwaring wins his race against the Democrat. Right? So, yeah. And, and, and once again, you're like, okay, so Republicans are walking in and splitting the vote. Or Democrats are walking in and going, I don't like these two Republicans, but I like that Republican. Yeah. Right? What? So, you know, this is 2022. Every With everything that's going on in our country and in the world, you know, this is how people are splitting their vote. Okay, whatever. Dustin Manwaring had a better message than Worley and Stevens, I guess. I guess that's the case. However, however, the word I got was, so in Kootenai County, they count early votes and absentee ballots first. Correct. Then they do the day of. Mm -hmm. And that, I assume, is because once the polls close at 8, the office already has the early votes in their hand. They also already have a ton of, if not all, of the mail-in ballots in they have most of them they just have to um finish the ones that came in that day right but they have the runs ready to go yeah so when the polls close all of the ballots that are all over the county have to be driven and brought to the office yep so why of course you're just going to start counting the early vote and the absentee first yeah i mean the office opens at 9 a.m you might as well do something start counting right (laughs) the ballots are already there so in Bannock County, that's what they used to do. They used to count early vote and absentee first. They used to? So they don't well, do it appa- now? No. Apparently, they counted they counted um, day of votes first. What? They counted day of votes first. They published those numbers, and everybody was like, wow, this is great. Look at them. They're crushing it. You know, Worley and Stevens are crushing it. Yeah. Then, uh, and it gets late into the night, you know. In fact, people started congratulating them. They started getting texts. You know, and they're like, whoa, 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 they haven't counted the absentee. That's bananas. So then they start counting the absentee and they lose. They lose. What the heck? Now, any sane person would tell you another benefit of counting the mail-in ballots and the early vote ballots is that is that they're already there. Yeah. You already have them. They've already been processed. They've already been counted. And now you're just getting the ones of people that voted today. When you do it in reverse and you look at, oh, here's everybody who voted today. Well, the, I, you know, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist and an election thief, that's how you would do it. You'd count all the day of votes first and figure out how many mail-in Man. ballots you need. You know, I never thought about it that way. I mean, I guess you're so right. Yeah, that's how they do it. Look what they did in Georgia. I was thinking Pennsylvania, but same thing. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) well, they counted everything. They counted everything in 2020 in Georgia. And then they were like, okay, well, how many votes do we need for Biden to win or for whoever we needed to win? That Yeah. 
pull up the sheets, pull out those cases and run them through the machine, run them through the machine. And I'm not a denier. I'm not a conspiracy theorist because I saw them pull ballots out in the middle of the night when they sent everybody home and ran those ballots through the machines once, twice, three times a mayday. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's what they were doing. So if I'm a cheater and I see that happen two years ago and nothing happened, everybody was fine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I get a job at the county office and I say, hey, let's see if we can do that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to suggest that. I'm just asking questions. Who knows at this point? Right. And then you <laughs> and then you have what happened in your own county where you got ballots being you got you got you got numbers being sent to the secretary of state's office at making a winning announcements. Yeah. That and it's like, incorrect. oops, yeah. all the Republican yeah. columns were off. I mean, did, did the Democrat number change too, or was it just the Republican? No, the Democrat number changed. I think that was the same. So it initially showed that the Democrat won by 383 votes. All right. I don't know who she was um, running against. Oh, I think Republican you said Jack, Jack Nelson. Nelson. Jack Nelson. And so then, Jack Nelson's votes increased, but did her number increase as well? No. Well, it yeah, doesn't see? say what the final number was, except that the Republican actually ended up winning by 83 votes. Right. Okay, right. so that's interesting. So Democrat was ahead by 383 votes, and then it switched, and she lost by 83 votes. Okay, so, so it 300, was a 300. In exact number, 300. 300. That was the difference of votes. Yeah. Okay. So now my conspiracy theory juices are going so, too. Yeah, is your is your spreadsheet mind like okay, that's a rounding error or a decimal error or something? It can't be because they're literally tabulating yeah. pieces of paper. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's just I, a really I, weird number yeah. too. Uh, who and wrote I'm this? Just, what article is this? Off. Who wrote this article? Um this was an Idaho Capital Sun article. Oh geez Louise. Yeah. Okay. Well, Idaho Capital Sun, whoever wrote this, <laughs> is it Cassie, Casey something? Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, yeah, Ke- yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. I got your email a while ago, Kelsey. I didn't respond because you because because I see the kind of garbage that you do. Are you going to investigate this further, Kelsey? Investigate this further. Find out what happened. Start asking the questions that we've been asking on this show, Kelsey. Do some investigative investigative journalism. Go down to Bannock County. Find out what happened down there. Go to every county and make sure that all the tabulations that were uploaded to the Secretary of State's office happened. You know, do yeah. your job as an investigative journalist, you know, or as a journalist, as a reporter. I mean, isn't that what you're going to do? I mean, that's what you do, Aaron. You FOIA like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, they kind of hate me down at the NIC. Yeah. Uh, place. And they're violating the law, too. Oh, we had a power outage. or We had an <laughs> IT hacker, so we can't send out. That's creepy, too. Yeah. I mean, look. Conspiracy juices all over. Investigate people. Right. <laughs> and that's the kind of, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get on this show. We're going to ask questions. Yeah. And we're going to hold people accountable. It doesn't matter what side they're on. It's like literally the Republican won by an exact number of 300 yeah. votes. How did that happen? That's weird. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe know. the other, maybe the Democrats should, maybe she should have won. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, know. I want to know the truth. Yeah, that's it. And here's the thing. I, if, if, if the truth is all the Democrats win, then great. Then I know what the truth is. And I know that I have, and I know what my job is is to do is to like, you know, promote ideas yeah. and try to tell people like you're voting that that's the wrong way to vote, you know. It's scary to me the amount of shenanigans that happened in Pennsylvania this election where that Fetterman guy won. Dude, how is that even possible? It's not possible. It's not possible. But here's the thing: there are literal people out there that actually voted for him. 
They actually, they, you know, even no matter, even if he, even if he, even if he stole it, yeah. There's literally people that did say, you know what, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched those debates and I'm like, that guy in the hoodie, okay, and the goiter, that's who I want. <laughs> good night, hello, good night, right? Isn't but, that what he says? Hello, good night. Oh, didn't they just say the judge just ruled that they will allow? votes to come in for the next 14 days after the election <laughs> right but then they called fetterman they're like oh yeah we don't need any more votes no we're good Wait, what? yeah we're good yeah <laughs> but they'll continue to do this they'll continue yeah. to do this until 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 someone goes to jail i mean i don't know like no that's not i'm pessimistic about that yeah so local yeah you Somebody, gotta focus local you gotta focus yeah tend to your own garden focus yeah. local you got to and be, and and look what happens like like I, I swear, I had an image in my mind that the only places on in America, like there, there's Chinese-controlled America, mm-hmm. and then there's Florida and Kootenai County. <laughs> and we have our own Kootenai County cabal, too. That's right. So it's That's not right. even all of Kootenai County, it's yeah. just, just parts of it. Okay, one piece of um, good news. Uh, all of well, all there's of a lot the, of we have a lot of good okay, news. I'm not fair. a doomer. There's a lot of good news. There is a lot of good news. Yeah, we, we know, but but please add to it. I heard at the Idaho GOP election night party. Yeah. People. Oh, is this the actual like state party? The, the state, state party, yeah. party party? The party party. Yeah. The state party. Um, people booed Governor Little at the GOP party. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen the video with sound. I just okay. saw the video. But yeah, wow. that's what I'm hearing. Wow. <laughs> 300, how many votes? You got 345,000 votes or something like that? Something like that. And uh, Eamon got a, over, just over 100. I think 101. Oh, man. So one in three, that sounds like. It's about one in three. So Brad got 357, three so almost 358,000. Ammon got 101,000. So three, yeah. Democrat got 120,000. Wow, which is significantly less than 20, uh, what was it, 2018? The t- uh, what's her name? Paulette Jordan, isn't that who ran in yeah. 2018? I think she pulled in 265 or something really? like that. So that's a huge drop off for the Democrat running, and they didn't all go vote Amon. No. You think Democrats are voting for Amon? I think they would or rather they went vote, vote for Little. They went to vote for Little to ensure that he got in over over Amon. Amon. They mm-hmm. were so scared of Amon Bundy that they. That they they voted for little over their own yeah. person. So I heard an amazing quote, and I can't remember who I heard it from, but it was, "People will vote for candidates not because they like those candidates, but but because because they hate the other candidates." Right, right, yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm positive I probably did that. I'm. Voting for somebody against because you didn't like the other person. More. I don't know if I have, but that makes so much sense, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look at the NIC yeah. stuff. If they weren't duped, you know, by the candidates right, and the right. fake ballots and stuff, whatever, you know, it could have been that people just voted for these candidates because they hated the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm, knows? I'm, I'm really curious out there, and I don't know what what our listenership is in terms of the demographics, but if you're somebody who got, who feels like you you thought you were voting for the KCRCC endorsed candidates for NIC if you thought you were doing that and you wound up seeing that you didn't let us know yeah drop us a line hit us up on telegram or any of the social media sites or whatever yep social media is the way to go yeah yeah because we I want to I want to interview you I want to hear I want to hear what your experience is yep 
because that that was that was nefarious. But so so that's interesting. So okay, so I think she got like let's say she got two eighty five or two sixty five. The Democrat did. Okay. Now this this year around, you said one one forty five. One twenty. One twenty. Yeah. For the Democrat, so twenty thousand more than Ammon Bundy. Yeah. The Democrat got. So let's say so that's over a hundred thousand, maybe a hundred and fifty thousand. Let's say 150,000 of those left the Democrat ticket to go vote for Little. If you take 150,000 from Little, uh, that leaves him with uh, 220. And then, Maybe. And then that leaves him with 220. 150 and, uh, um, off of Little would be 208. 208, yeah. right? Uh, and then, and then where do you put those? We go back to the Democrat. The Democrat wins. Two oh eight, which is what everybody was afraid of. Versus two seventy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's what everybody was afraid of. So the Democrats shot themselves in the foot by voting for Little. Basically, they basically split their own vote and made made Little win <laughs> instead of the Democrat. You know, <laughs> I, which is what everybody was afraid of. That's why they voted for Little. Yeah. So like, if you really just voted your like gut. Of like what you vote for, you might win. Well, and that's why I felt it. I don't know if we've talked since then. I felt like it was my duty to put out my own um, sample ballot to show people what I voted for. Because I did not vote down Republican Party lines because Brad Little was on the ticket. Scott Bedkey, all this stuff. And they are not the conservative candidate. Yeah. They might have the R behind their names, but let's be real. They do not follow the Republican platform. Yeah, yeah. So I did put um, Scott Cleveland. I did put Ammon Bundy on there because they were the more conservative candidates. Right, Then, right. And I feel like if everyone would have stuck to their guns and voted for the most conservative candidates in their area, this outcome would have been completely different. We would yeah. have had more conservative candidates. Well, this is uh, and this is the 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 fault of the media, the fault of being able to not have this type of show and shows like this um, get their fair shake, you know, and people listening and responding. I mean, like, you know, I can't. I you know, I stopped watching. I stopped watching mainstream media news like eons ago eons ago and i'm so yeah. much more informed about <laughs> about it's the world so and things by because you're sharing information with mm-hmm. people you're it's much easier to spot to spot the fake yeah you know people would think oh you all you do is listen to fake news or look at fake fake reports now it's like no it's actually easier yeah. it's actually easier to figure out when something's fake because you realize ah that that's no way that's true you know and a, on our side does it all the time yeah i mean i see it all the time i see a lot of stuff on the right wing side of things that just <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like, take that down. Stop sharing that because it's BS and it makes us look bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what are you doing? And then, and then I have to judge their motives. But that's another, <laughs> that's another oh, talk man. for another day. Yeah. There's a lot of folks out there that just want to advance their own personal agenda. You know, and uh, it's it's sad. That, you, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Did you see? By the way, did you see what happened to Simone Gold? You know the America's Frontline Doctors? Yes. What the heck is going on? That's insane. It's right? like she's she's like the the BLM queen of of the of the of that, of that movement right now. So okay, she was one of the original um, doctors that came out 
um, for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine on right. the on the steps on the Capitol steps, yeah. right? Yeah. They started America's Frontline Doctors, and then she went to January six, and then just got put in jail for being there. That's right. Right. That's right. Okay, she just got out, but now I hear that the rest of the America's Frontline Doctors are suing her for control of America's Frontline Doctors. Am I getting that right? Yeah, they they're claiming that she's been embezzling money. Whoa. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, I read through the complaint. Oh my gosh! They said that that she was um, that she bought like a three point six million dollar home in Naples, Florida, what? under the guise that it was going to be like a freedom headquarters for the organization or some sort of organization. You know, the the Naples. It's always a headquarters. Yeah, yeah. and and, and uh, um, but then she ended up living there, that is like so rent crazy. free. And that she bought all these cars and that she's been using a credit card and racking up like $15,000 a month on a credit card. And wow. and then there's, I don't know if it's her partner or her boyfriend or something, but there was somebody else involved and, and they were just like living large off all this stuff. Oh my gosh. And, you know, they've been raising a ton of money. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I may have given, given 50 bucks or at one point, you know, but, um, but they've been raising a ton of money these last few years because of the great work that they've been doing. And yeah. look, I've I've utilized their services. Oh, I've, me too. I've utilized their resource. I was, you know, mm-hmm. big, you know, um, uh, it was. I don't think it was them, but there was another outfit like them that was promoting, you know, the ivermectin regimen and everything. And it's what saved my. When this podcast is now going to be banned because we're talking about this. I know. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but uh, it's a good reason. Um, it's deep into the episode, so maybe they won't hear it. <laughs> but um, but uh, all that to say, she, like if if these allegations are true, you know, it just goes to show you that even if even if someone is like minded like you, you can't you can't trust every single person you gotta you, you gotta you gotta have i don't know it's discernment. just yeah it discernment is the right word well i'm saying again if you align with a politician 80 percent of the time that's really good yeah so you can never ever align with someone 100 percent. something's wrong if yeah. you are yeah yeah, <laughs> so. yeah absolutely yeah yeah you gotta have some discernment at but all if times. this is true that she's been skating you know Damn. taking control of all this money and and all that stuff i mean that's that doesn't yeah. look good i mean look she founded an organization um she's doing a lot of work there's nothing wrong with with pulling in a six-figure salary when you're the when you're running a non-profit organization mm-hmm. a non-profit organization doesn't mean that there's no profits you know, I mean, it, it, you're you. It takes talent to run a successful nonprofit organization. You need somebody who knows what they're doing. You know, if you, you want the head of Red Cross to be like a great doctor, you know, or I whatever so. it is that they do. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever it is they do, you want that person to be the best. And if you want to pull them out of the private sector, you're going to have to make sure that they're getting adequately funded so that they can continue doing what they're doing. You yeah. know, um, when I used to work in um, in reality TV, um, people always gave you know, flack uh, at the stars, you know, the town, the on-screen stars, the cast, because they were like, oh, they're so, they're so deep. They're such divas, you know, and da, 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 da. And I'm like, do you realize that they're the ones that are why you're employed? You know, like people are tuning into TV to watch them be divas. If they're uncomfortable on camera, that means they're going to suck on camera. And then people are not going to want to watch the show and you're out of a job. Yeah. So I'm sorry. They're not a diva. The shirt is too tight. You know, the jacket doesn't zip up correctly. He doesn't feel comfortable. And if he's not comfortable, it's going to be, he's not going to. You can see it. Yeah. It's not going to, he's not going to perform well. Mm -hmm. So 
get the right size. This is a literal story. Get the right size shirt <laughs> so that he can wear it and feel comfortable on camera. Like there, that's it. You know, I don't know where I went with that, but all, all that to say, like, you know, you should be compensated for the work that you do. You should be uh, afforded what you need in order to perform the duties so that everything else can function. Yeah. Right. So hopefully I pulled that back together here <laughs> to defend that. Sure. Simone Gold should should be able to to pull in a salary or travel easily in order to perform her job correctly because she's helping to save lives. Right. But when you take advantage of that, if she's taking advantage of that, and again, this is just an allegation, then... I guess we're going to have to wait for the um, discovery and all the documents to come out. Yeah. And we're looking forward to that. Speaking of which, that reminds me, another... Um, Another race that was contentious is the Bela Kovacs race for assessor. Oh, that's right. He had a write-in candidate, too, against Bob Scott. Bela did end up winning. And I don't I don't have an opinion because he's right now, he has a complaint against the commissioners, the county commissioners here. Um, I'm glad that he won because then he can continue his lawsuit, his complaint against the commissioners, so we can see that documentation. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I still want to know what's weird. going on. I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, we can't do anything right now because with the election and it was yeah. a bad timing, yeah. right? So I wanted him to continue so we can see the documentation and right. all that stuff. Right. Yeah, I guess up and down the board, I mean, in, in terms of the North, um, like we said, every, everything kind of went according to, to plan um, with the state legislatures. Yeah. Um, every, you know, the, the county was, um, look, you know, Chris Filios is leaving. We're going to have Bruce Matari. Leslie Duncan was reelected. Yeah. Um, and so those two are going to be sitting there with Bill Brooks mm-hmm. um, as, as the county commissioners. Um uh, the NIC we already talked about. Yeah. Um, what were some other important spots? So all the um, what happened legislative in... districts that touch Kootenai County. We've yeah. got districts yeah. two, three, four, and five right. in Kootenai County. And all of the most conservative candidates won in those races. Right. Some yeah. of them did not have opponents. Right. Some of them did. But all the candidates that were vetted and chosen by the KCRCC as the most conservative candidates, they all won. They all won. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big bonus. Yeah. And in Bonner County, wasn't there a commissioner? Was there a commissioner race up there? Are you talking about Boundary County? Oh, was it in Boundary? So um, F- uh, Steve Fiorvianti was the Republican candidate. He won his primary. He had, um, shoot, I can't remember if it was a Democrat candidate or if it was a write-in candidate. Anyways, he ended up losing in the general by a narrow margin. I guess there were some antics going on. I don't know if it was antics with ballots, but just like a vicious campaign against him. I don't know, man. um, With more people waking up as they are, it's been very interesting to see what people support what candidates. And establishment types tend to be supporting the Democrat candidates, which I guess that's why there's the term rhino, Republican in name only. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really weird and shocking. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it'd be nice to know just like it, it would just be nice to know what everybody where everybody stands. I mean, that's that's the key. I mean, I you know, I have no problem losing to somebody like I said, if you are winning on the ideas, then win on the ideas and yeah. you won. 
And then that means I get to, I have to go back and refine my ideas or I run a better campaign. Yeah. Or I was going to say, have some self-reflection and be like, well, maybe they're right. Oh yeah. And that's then, true too. You know, convince <laughs> me otherwise, but don't walk around, you know, calling yourself a conservative when yeah. you're donating to Democrats. Yeah. I know. What? You are preaching to the choir. I know. Well, I'm hoping I'm <laughs> preaching to the folks out there. Like, what are you doing? Pay yeah. attention. Pay attention. And, uh. and actually, this is a um, a good exercise in how people have not been paying attention. And they really need to, you know, find some, find some people you trust yeah. that can give you a heads up about what's going on. At right. the very least, you know, right. people that I don't talk to for the most part throughout the year... They contact me right before election day and say, hey, what's up? Yeah, what's, what's going on? Right. You know, right. so I just tell yeah, them where to go. Right. And we encourage people to do that. Yes. You, you know? need to do your own research, though. Yeah. We'll help you get there. Like, go yeah. go over here to ask me questions. Yep. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the questions back on you. Well, what do you think? Yeah. You know, my wife asked me, she's like, what about this race here? I'm like, well, you could do this or you could do that. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to be her answer because that would have been my too. Like, yeah, just, just tell me. <laughs> um, but uh, no, you have to do your own research. Yeah, do your research. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. I, I, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Oh, it just escaped me. Oh, well. Ooh, nice. I guess we'll save it for next time. <laughs> guess so. <laughs> oh, wait. But we have to tell people where to find us. Oh, man. So I am on Facebook, Telegram, um, getter. Oh, I'm sure there's more that I can't think of right now, but it's all KC Spectator. And then Truth Social is real KC Spectator. Yeah. Where are you at? So True Social, Getter, Real Matt Edwards. And I'm on Twitter now. What? I rejoined Twitter thanks to Elon. Nice. Yeah. So on but on Twitter, I'm true Matt Edwards. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Okay, I am on Twitter too. It's KC Spectator, but I don't use it very often yet because I'm still kind of Dragging my feet since yeah. I was kicked gonna, off. Are you going to pay the $8 and be verified? Absolutely not. I don't have money for that. That's <laughs> stupid. I don't need recognition. I know. In fact, I'm not even, I only follow Elon. Because I was like, <laughs> I'll just go on Twitter to watch Elon. <laughs> and I don't post anything. Um, and I don't think I'm going to. Actually, I think I posted the Idaho votes. That's what I did. Oh. Idaho votes in person. I think I just like people's comments. Yeah. I think go. that's all I do. Yeah. So <laughs> you can follow you can follow me on Twitter, yeah. but I'm not going to do anything on Twitter. Go in fact, for I it. tell everybody to go follow me on on True Social. That's why I'm <laughs> True Matt Edwards. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, until next time, everybody, uh, drop us a line on those social media channels. Share this podcast. Hang out at idahospodcast.com so you can look at all the other all the other shows that are available. Um, we need to get the word out. We need people to like look at alternative uh, sources of information, entertainment, and enlightenment. I think that's a Glenn Beck thing. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. Uh, and then there, and then you can go look at that sniffing Biden, Ugh. Biden sniffing Idaho. Biden shirt. sniffing Idaho. Yeah. That's a good one. Now, now we're gonna have to come up with something really, really dynamic. Well, you're the designer, the so we're gonna have to put that on you for a bit. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll put something on there. In the battle on the field There is evil on the move But I hope that you can feel That I will always fight for you In the darkness of the times There's a light that shines the proof 
It'll soon reveal the crime So I won't stop this fight for you Yes, I will always fight for you I will brave every attack And I will not give up on you I will always have your back So to every single mother, father, stand up for your sons and daughters. Do not back down, don't let up. You are all they have for armor. So make this a war to win. Look in their eyes and tell them that I will always fight for you. I will stand guard at the gate. And I will not give up on you I will stop each shot they take Yes, I will always fight for you I will always fight for you 